0: Log Talk Radio I know the Bible is right It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107 Pastor Williams believes if you have a question the Bible has the answers Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia South Carolina where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at imjesusholyghostchurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.
1: Well, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. I thank God the Bible is right. Glory to God. Before we get into the word tonight, I want to wish you a happy and merry holiday season. Praying God will continue to bless and strengthen you and your family, and may his ever-creasing love abound toward you and make you prosperous in all that you do. God bless you and continue to keep you. Glory to God. God bless you. Uh, We're in the 23rd chapter of the book of Proverbs. And with this next seven verses, we're going to end chapter 23. In the beginning of chapter 23, the Lord is giving instructions to his children. And he mentions He gives them instructions in many things. And then he comes down to verse 29. Now you have to, I mean, saying to God, I know you already realize this, but I need to say it again. Remember that this book was inspired by the Holy Ghost, God's spirit, the Holy Spirit, amen? And so it is the Holy Spirit that speaking here that inspired the writings here and in the 29th verse it take it's a a new subject after mentioning many things he changes the subject and lo and behold what does he begin to talk about he be- begins to talk about wine and drinking wine and drinking the Bible as a whole. Now you can go to one or two scriptures and you can see that this is true. Bible as a whole teaches that saints of God, we are not to drink. We're not wise. If we drink, we're not wise. I'm gonna read um I'm gonna read one scripture to you and then we're gonna come back to proverbs twenty three twenty nine but the scripture I want to read first is Proverbs the twentieth chapter the first verse, the twentieth chapter the first verse, and it says it says that is twenty verse one Wine is a mocker. I'm reading in the King James Bible the Protestant Version Wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging. And whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Whosoever is deceived thereby. There are many interests in this world that would deceive you. And one of the interests in this world that would deceive you is the beer, wine, and liquor industries, gigantic industries that make A tremendous amount of money, particularly lately, the beer industry, because anytime there's a football game, the young people here, I'm in Columbia, South Carolina, uh, where USC is, and these young people, they go to sports bars, pile pile up beer as high as the roof, I'm speaking figuratively, but they get inundated. They just drink rivers of beer and order order tons of pizzas, thousands of pizzas and all kinds of, of liquor. And be, it, it, it's not so much liquor, but it's a whole lot of beer and beer drinking. And I'm sorry to say this, but it's the truth. So I guess I have to say it because it is the truth. Uh, last year, they found one of the students and he died from alcohol poisoning. Proverbs 20, verse 1 says, if we follow the Bible, it says, whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. This young man who came to get an education, a higher education, was drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking, and he went over the limit. He went over his physiological limit, amen. He was deceived thereby, drinking and drinking, and he overloaded his system with alcohol, and he transitioned. He left this earth, amen. Hope he was saved, but he left this earth. That was not a wise thing. I can only imagine what his parents would feel like after saving up money for probably 20 years and their son is going off to college and they're so proud of him And then they get a phone call. Your son has left this existence. What do you mean? Oh, he got the drinking and he drank too much. He was deceived thereby. Now, listen to me. The, 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 Wine, liquor, and beer is such gigantic industries that they heavily advertise it. Heavily advertise it. Why? To get people to drink, 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 drink. Now, beloved, that's of the world. That is of the world. The Bible doesn't teach us. We're talking about alcohol. To drink, 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 drink. The Bible teaches us the opposite. We, I'm talking about the whole Bible. Like I said in the very beginning, you can go to one scripture, but the teaching throughout the Bible is not to drink, that the children of God, we need to walk in wisdom. And coming back to our scripture verses for today, we see in in uh, the twenty-third chapter of Proverbs, starting at the twenty-ninth verse, and what does the Spirit of God uh, record? It says, verse twenty-nine: Who hath woe? Who hath woe? You want? Do you want woe in your life? Who has sorrow? Do you want sorrow in your life? That isn't what the billboards put up there. They show you these real, shapely, beautiful women. And they got crown royal, bottle of crown royal. And the guy, the handsome, they go find the handsomest young man they could find. And he's standing there smiling with her, and she's just smiling. And they got a little glass of crown royal. Hey, man, go out and get you some crown royal. That's what the world says. What does the Bible say? who hath woe, who hath sorrow, who hath contentions, who hath babbling, who hath wounds without cause, who hath redness of eyes. Amen? Now, some of you older saints, you weren't saved your whole life. Amen? And I know that what you did when you were out in the world before you got saved, I know that's under the blood. And we thank God for that. We thank God that that's under the blood. But at the same time, when you read in Scripture and you come across the reality that the Scriptures are talking about, you remember those times before you were saved when you got drunk at that bar or you got drunk at home or you got drunk somewhere. Amen. And you know that you had contentions and you know that you had babblings, and you know that you got hurt, and you didn't even really feel it. You were so drunk, you really didn't even feel it. I mean, you recognize that you were hurt, but it isn't the same thing as when you get hurt sober. When you get hurt sober, you really feel it. When you get hurt drunk, you look at it, and you realize you should be really, really, really hurting, but some kind of way, it's kind of numbed amen, and you almost laugh at it, almost, depending on how serious it is, and so you know that the Bible is telling the truth, because you can remember those days, I remember those days when I was a young man in the Marine Corps, and we would go into town and get drunk, oh, we thought that was such a wonderful thing, I can tell you some nice things would happen, because we'd be trying to drive back to the base drunk, None of us could see, literally, we couldn't see. If you don't believe me, one time I had everybody else was so drunk, I was behind the wheel. The, the rule was the person who was the less drunk had to drive the car back to the base, and one night it just fell to me. And so I was driving the car, and I heard thump, 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 thump. And I woke up, and I'm thinking, what on earth is this? And when I opened up my eyes and looked around, the only thing I could see was green all the way around me, green. And I said, now, this is weird. I'm driving a car, and I'm hearing thump, 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 and I'm seeing nothing but these tall green things. What I had done without realizing it was I had drove into somebody's cornfield, and the thump thump I was hearing was knocking down the corn husks, and the green curtain all the way around me was the corn stalks. Stork, so I had to put the car in reverse. And I remember now. I, I want to clarify this. I was not saved then. I was only twenty two or twenty three years old. I was not saved. I was crazy. You're crazy when you're that when you're that young and that ignorant, and you're full of wine. You're deceived thereby. But I we went into town, everybody drank, and everybody the other three guys were out cold. So I could walk, so I got to I was the one that had to drive. So I back, 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 back. I remember another time being inebriated. I use that nice word. And I came down the street and I saw this car coming directly at me and I realized that I had gone down the wrong exit. I was going, the exit was coming up, cars were coming up, and I had gone down the wrong way, I was coming down. So I had to jam the car in reverse again and press on the accelerator and and come out of the exit backward. They were coming up forward, I was coming out backward. I remember a lot of things that I did when I was inebriated. See that nice word? I want to use the nice word, okay? Uh, now, I'm telling you about the nicer things, okay? But you you can relate to what I'm saying. You wouldn't save your whole life now. Come on, come on now, come on. I know all that's under the blood, right? I get it. But you know what I'm saying. And and if you think, well, Pastor, why are you talking about those things? Well, but here it is in the Bible. I recall to you some of memories, things that happened to me. But here the Holy Spirit is recalling things. Amen? So he he wrote it in the book. And verse 29 says, Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has contentions? That's arguments. You know when people get drunk, they get to arguing. I mean, the person can be the nicest person in the world and they start drinking liquor, what happens to them? It's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. They change into a whole different person. They start arguing and fighting. Amen. Glory to God. It's usually an uncle, but it could be anybody else. Amen. Who hath babblings? Who hath wounds without cause? Who hath redness of eyes? Verse 30. They that tarry long at the wine, they that go to sick seek mixed wine. Look not, look not thou upon the wine when it is red, when it giveth its color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. That's talking about you so, you're so drunk that it looks like it's moving itself. At the last, it biteth like a serpent. And stingeth like an adder. At that, that's true. W- what do you mean? Because you get to be contentious, and someone busts you upside your head. Amen. Something, something hurts you, and it's like uh, it's like um, it's like being bitten by a servant or stung by an adder. Amen. Something hurts you. If you're continuously drunk, something is going to hurt you you're going to hurt yourself some kind of way. You're going to try to go over a a fence and tear your clothes and tear your skin. Somebody's going to hurt you or you're going to bump into something and get hurt or lay in the street and get hurt. At the end, see, in the beginning, it's going to look like fun. Let's get high. Let's get drunk. But the Bible testifies that, you, yeah, you keep going out there getting drunk. One night, you're going to get bitten, figuratively speaking. Well, you could get bit by a doctor, but figuratively speaking, something is going to hurt you. Amen? Glory to God. I'm up against a commercial. I'll be right back. Hold on. Maybe we'll get past these stories and get into the word. Hold on just a minute. I'll be right back.
0: Do you need Tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile, LLC, is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J. Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's JohnRobinsonTileTheNumber2.com.
1: Beloved, we're looking at Proverbs 23, 29 through 35. And uh we're covering up, all those verses cause it, it's lumped together, and I say to you that the Bible as a whole, when you look throughout the whole Bible, a Nazareth was not to drink wine or strong drink, priests were not to drink wine or strong drink. the saints of God um uh the the um the qualification for bishop is that he be no no striker no drunker no striker amen uh if you drink you'll you'll say and you'll do things that you'll be sorry for so the bible as a whole teaches us not to drink but in the world it teaches them to drink do you want to be married do you want to have a good time oh get you a uh, get you some get you some um some drink amen and then at christmas time at this time of the year they're going to pull out the eggnog and they're going to spice it up with a little something in that eggnog amen glory to god and the bible says here 32 at the last it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder and all you need to do is talk to an alcoholic and this verse comes home to you very clear. I had a friend who was, a, well, not a friend, an acquaintance, and he was telling me. And uh, I told this. I believe I told this story before, but it 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 bears mentioning again. He said, when you see all of those slick commercials showing you the different kind of liquors and wines and beers, he said they only show you the beginning. They show you the beginning when you're standing there with the beautiful lady and you're. Sipping on a nice glass of wine That's so beautiful He said they never show you the end, Pastor They never show you the end of all that In the end, you're in the gutter Throwing up in the gutter Amen You you lost your family Because you can't hold a job You come home at night drunk You beat up on your wife and kids You get thrown out He said you never, you never uh, see the end of it You only see the beginning of it And so people are enticed because they think, oh, we're gonna get high, we're gonna drink, we're gonna feel so much better. Oh, this is gonna make us feel good. Come on, give me another shot. And right here in verse verse thirty-two, it says, "At the last, it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like a adder." At the la- after you keep on drinking, keep on drink. I can handle this. I can handle this. I can handle this. Glory to God. I remember. I think it was the. Now don't hold me to it because I'm not a million time sure i think it was the story of the temptations or was it the temp who was it i think it was the story of the temptations and one of them began to drink one of the one of the group began to drink and at the in the beginning he was drinking to make himself feel better amen but then at the end of the movie tragedy he was sitting in his car and put the gun to his head and shot himself in the head amen with his bottle of liquor, amen, in the beginning, oh, it's so much fun, it makes you drink a nice drink, it feels warm on the inside, and then you begin to be feeling good, amen, but that's the beginning, amen, that's the beginning, the Bible is so wise, it tells us what the end of it's going to be, oh, you think it's going to be so much fun drinking that liquor, i tell you something that really bothered me, it really bothered me, one time I was up at the I was up at a grocery store parking lot, and I was just sitting there. Oh, I know what it was. Uh, my wife went into the to the restaurant next door to get some Chinese food, take home Chinese food. So she went in. I sat in the car. Now, next to this Chinese restaurant is a liquor store. And I would see these young ladies. They looked like they were maybe 28, 25, 28. Young ladies. And they pull up in their car, get out, go in that liquor store, and come out with a bottle of liquor. Man, I said, yeah, that's one way to handle the pressure. I get it. You're under pressure. You're forced to. You're forced to uh, produce. And boy, that liquor seems like it's the thing to help you to settle you down, settle your nerves down. Amen. And in the beginning, oh, it just feels so warm and it. It calms you down. It's just so wonderful. But what does the Bible say? At the last, it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. You don't know you're going to get addicted to that stuff. You're going to get addicted to that stuff. And there's no telling what you might do when you're in a stupor. I, I gave you the privilege of going to jails and prisons all across the country, as American Airlines were moving from city to city, and um, whatever city I was in when I was in the jail ministry, I would go to that town's or city's jails and 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 minister into in the jails. And here's one of the striking things I saw was when the guys were in jail and they couldn't get to any drugs and any alcohol after they would, after they would dry out and they would come to themselves, they were just as normal and just as they sharp thinking and smart. But then when they would get out, they would feel the pressure. They had to find a place to live, find a job, find a this, do that, do this and to just get a little relief, they would start oh, – okay, so I, this one particular gentleman, he had just get gotten out of jail and prisons, and we were talking for a few minutes. And I told him, I said, now, friend, you, you're going to face the greatest faith test in your life. It's going to take a great deal of faith. Because you've been incarcerated, a lot of people are going to say no to you. But keep, don't give up the faith. Keep looking. God will help you. You'll find something. But whatever you do, don't drink and don't get on drugs because if you do, it changes your physiology and you'll think different. And when you're inebriated, when you're under the influence of that stuff, you think differently. That's how not every one of them, but that's how a great in jail Because when they're under the influence of all that dope and drugs and whiskey and wine in their system, their physiology changes. They think differently. And they do things that they wouldn't normally do. And at the end, it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. And they're not thinking right. I remember when I used to get drunk, I used to think I was Superman. I used to think I could do anything. Boy, that liquor, it'll make you think you could do more than you actually could do. You could get in a whole lot of trouble, amen, because you're thinking you can do stuff, but the cold reality is the police come and they get arrested and they get put in jail. Well, this young guy, I told him, I said, whatever you do, I understand uh, that you're trying to find work. I get it. I get it. But whatever you do, don't get back on drugs and alcohol and all that stuff. Three days later, I'm driving down the same street and there's a guy standing up against the standing up against a building and he's like a robot. He's just standing in there, stiff as a board. And I pull over and look and it's the same guy that I had told, Don't get on liquor. Don't don't do that. It'll make you think differently. And so I thought if he's standing up there like a board straight as a board attracted me imagine a policeman driving by he's going to look he's going to see this guy standing up against the building straight as a board that's going to tra- attract him if the police pull over and start asking him questions he's he's just as out of it as he could be when they run when they run his id they're going to find out oh he just came out of prison I mean, all kinds of bad things could happen. Why? Because he got that. He thought in the beginning, this is going to make me feel so good. This is going to just relieve my, my pressure. Just, Pastor, you don't understand I'm under such pressure. Well, then get filled with the Holy Ghost. Begin to, begin to um, speak in tongues. Amen? Get on your knees and stay there and tell Jesus about it until you feel that thing lift. Amen? But whatever you do, listen, this says at the last, it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. Not me, pastor. I can drink. You don't understand. I can handle it. I I know what the Bible says, but I I just have a little glass of wine with my dinner. I mean, that is so sophisticated. I'm so sophisticated. I drink nothing but Don Perignon. See, I, I drink like the big boys. Okay, you can drink like the big boys. Go ahead, drink like the big boys. But my Bible says, at the last, it's going to bite like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. Thine eyes shall behold strange women, and thine heart shall utter perverse things. Now, if you've ever drank too much, if you ever got drunk, you know that is the truth. You look at people and people who you would never be with. You, you, you're you with them because you high as a kite. And this says, and thine heart shall utter perverse things. Brother, if alcohol don't do nothing else, it causes your inhibitions to go down, and you'll start uttering strange things. You'll be drunk as drunk as drunk, and what will you say? I never liked you, right? From the time I first met you, I never did like you. You got that funny, you'll be uttering things you shouldn't be uttering. Why? Because you got drunk. Amen? And see, that's why the Bible tells you, and we could keep going on with this. Amen? Let's let's go. Thine eyes shall behold strange women, and thy heart shall utter perverse things. Yea, thou shalt be as he that lieth down in a mask. Of the sea, or he that lieth upon the top of a mast. What that means, when you're on a ship, if you were to climb up that mast and get in the crow's nest, the one thing you notice is that that thing goes way back and forth because the ship is rocking back and forth. Well, when you're drunk, 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 you're sitting on land, but your head is spinning around. You feel like you're going back and forth. Why? Because you're drunk. You're just as drunk as you could be, and people know that you're drunk, and when you're drunk, all kinds of things can be let loose out of your body. I'm trying to be very diplomatic here. All kinds of things could be let loose out of your body. You can embarrass yourself to no end, amen? And the Bible, we didn't even get, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight more scriptures, and we didn't even get into them. But I know what I'm saying here. The Bible teaches us, children of God. Now, in the world, they're taught go get pizzas, go get beer, go get whiskey, go get marijuana. Marijuana is legal now. Get a pile of marijuana, get a pile of fentanyl, get a pile of heroin, get the girls, get them, get, oh, y'all just having a wonderful time. We're going to drink, we're going to get high, we're going to show them how it's done. Glory to God. If the, I mean, them old guys, they don't know. We're going to really blow the. Oh, wow. Come on. Let the good times roll. Amen. That's the world, beloved. But when we come into Christ, we're, we're privileged to have this book. And this book gives us wisdom. The Bible says, Who has woes? Who has sorrows? Who has sorrow? The Bible says, Don't drink, beloved. Don't drink. But it's 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 Christmas time, Pastor. It's Christmas season. I got to have that eggnog with whiskey in it. I just want a little whiskey in it. Pour a little pour a little whiskey. Don't let people know. Pour a little whiskey in it. When they taste it, they ain't gonna put it down. They are gonna go ahead and drink it, you know. And ain't nobody gonna notice. Just spike it a little bit. Spike it. And people ask you, have you spiked the punch? Yeah, I spiked it. Amen. I'm over time. The Bible has the answers. Beloved, God bless you and keep you. See you next week. Bye-bye now. I know the Bible
0: is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7pm Sabbath Friday service at 7pm and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon our motto is it pays to serve God hit us up at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church dot that's Pastor Aaron B. Williams live on never handed so good gospel 107 come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.